welcome to the Vibrant Living Podcast with Stacey Turner. I am so grateful you're here. I'm a certified holistic health and life coach and passionate about creating a vibrant life. We'll have conversations about nourishing your body, heart, mind, and soul, discovering your purpose and passion, and sharing your gifts with the world. Thanks to so many of you that have listened in and have left reviews. It's so fun to see where people are listening in from. I've really enjoyed doing this podcast. Thanks for joining today. This is episode 10, how to solve any problem. Hi, my friends. Welcome to 2022. I hope you guys are ready for a great new year and things have been going well for you so far. All right. How to solve any problem? Well, that's a pretty lofty claim. I'm talking about you and your brain. I personally think that all things can be made whole, complete, and right through the atonement of Jesus Christ, okay? <laughs> but today, talking in the context of what you can do with your thoughts and thinking and how that can actually solve any problem, and you have it within you and your power to coach yourself to solve any of your problems, okay? I'm going to introduce you to a model of coaching that I use. I'm a certified life coach with a life coach school, and the model is a tool created by Brooke Castillo, who is the owner and founder of the school. This is a claim that Brooke makes after coaching thousands of clients and has never had it not work. I too have found that it is a tool that has not only changed me, but also my clients and students that use and implement it, especially on a daily basis. For many years, I've been using the formula of the tree in my coaching. I've taught and described each of the seven steps to vibrant living in these episodes. So let me just remind you of the steps. The four roots of the tree are your body, heart, mind, and spirit, and nourishing those. The trunk of the tree represents setting up systems and structures in your life. That might be your personal life, your home and family, even business. The branches represent discovering and living your passion. And the fruit represents your gifts and talents born out of your passion that you share with others and the world. So the self-coaching model that I'll be teaching and describing today fits under the root of the mind. I've always known, taught, and coached that our thoughts create our results. But it wasn't until I certified using the model that I fully grasped the practical steps to take and the powerful tool it is to make positive changes and create the results and desires on a daily basis. Brick created the model as a simple but powerful tool to help us examine ourselves and look at our brains so we can have leverage over our thoughts, feelings, and actions, and ultimately our results. So these are universal principles and truths taught by many gurus and teachers. We can find it in the Bible in Proverbs 23, 7. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. The model is simply an organized and systematic way to be aware of our thinking and to create something different. So when we're young, we learn how to walk and eat, talk, read, do math, ride a bike, drive a car. <laughs> but we weren't really taught how to think thoughts purposefully. At least I wasn't. I never took a class on how to manage my thoughts. It wasn't until I went through the unexpected passing of my sweet daughter that I really started struggling with my thoughts continually. 
and witness the hell I created in my life by my negative thoughts, which would spin in my head nonstop. If only I had done this or that. It wasn't until I fully crashed and started rebuilding my life that I learned about the power of our mind and thoughts to create our lives intentionally and on purpose. The model, or we call it the self-coaching model, is a framework you can use to manage your emotions and take action to get the results you want in your life. All aspects of our lives are categorized into five things, and those are circumstances, thoughts, feelings, actions, and results. Let me say those again. First, it's your circumstances, and then the thoughts that we have about the circumstance. Our thoughts always create our feelings. Our feelings drive our action and our action produces our results in our life. So once we see and recognize how things are categorized, we can see how our interaction with these things determines our lives. How we think about things determines the emotions we feel. How we feel about things drives our actions or inactions. Sometimes it's those inactions that we can take a look at wow, if I'm feeling this, I'm not doing this. And those actions or inactions create our results and lives. It's worth paying deliberate and intentional attention to our thoughts. If you don't like where your life is right now, simply take a look at your thoughts. It's like shining a light on our brain and stepping outside of ourselves and our brain to see what's going on. We need to be the watcher of our brain. Pay attention to those thoughts. They will always point you to your current results. This will be harder than you think. So many of our thoughts seem true. So we don't even recognize them as thoughts. We just think, well, of course, that's true until we start questioning. That's where the model and self-coaching can come in. Let's look at the five categories in the model. Circumstances. Those are things that happen in the world that we cannot control. There are facts that can be proven in a court of law. Everyone agrees about them. For example, my name is Stacy Larson Harmer. That is a fact. I am five feet, six inches tall. The fact that I am a certain height is provable and measurable and not up for debate. Another example of a circumstance might be that my daughter is practicing the piano right now, or Jane has a black purse or your friend stopped by your home yesterday. Circumstances or the facts of your life are neutral. It is our thoughts about the circumstance that gives them meaning, okay? So then the second element in the model is thoughts. Thoughts are sentences we say in our minds. For example, thinking that the decor in your home is old and outdated is your opinion. Another opinion may be thinking that a person stopping by your home unannounced is an intrusion. Many people could have different opinions about the same circumstance. You know that a thought is a thought and not a circumstance if any adjectives, descriptive words, or opinions appear in the sentence around the facts, right? So for example, that is an ugly sweater, (laughs) okay? We know that that describes it, and that's your opinion, or she looks cute. Our thoughts are our interpretation of the facts, okay? 
as human beings, we have approximately 60,000 thoughts per day. Most people have unsupervised minds and don't really intentionally or deliberately choose their thoughts. They're just going on, playing all over in our head, right? They're just all over the place. That's where the problem begins. It takes training our brain and thinking intentionally to change and improve our circumstances and lives. If not, we continue to repeat our past and have the same thoughts, feelings, actions, and results we've always had. So it is worth it to take the time to be intentional and retrain our brain and thinking. And it does take practice, okay? The, the next element in the model is feelings. Remember, our thoughts always cause our feelings. If you're feeling anything, you can all, always ask yourself, you know, what thought am I having that's creating this feeling, okay? So feelings and emotions are vibrations in your body. Some example of feelings are fear, frustration, overwhelm, confusion, happy, determined, joyful, angry, sad, peaceful, relieved. There's all sorts of feelings, hundreds of feelings we could feel. It's important to distinguish between a thought and a feeling for your emotional health. For example, saying, I feel frustrated when my child talks back to me. Okay? The circumstance may be that your child said certain words to you. And we could, if I was coaching you, I'd get specific on, okay, what exactly were those words? But the thought is, my child is talking back to me and being disrespectful. And then the feeling would be frustration. No one can make you feel a certain way. That child talking back is not making you feel frustrated. It's your thought about it, that they're being disrespectful. Your thoughts are what create your feelings. Your child didn't cause you to feel frustrated. Your thought that she's back talking and being disrespectful caused that feeling, like I mentioned. That is great news, that your thoughts create your feelings because it means you can choose how you want to think and therefore how you want to feel. This is one of the great secrets of life. When we truly understand that we are responsible, 100% responsible for, responsible for everything we feel, we actually are taking our power and control back and stepping away from being the victim. It's also called emotional adulthood. So actions are the fourth step in the model. Actions are what you do or don't do. Your feelings drive your actions or inaction. For example, let's say that because you felt frustrated with your daughter for talking back to you, then you snapped at her or withdrew your affection for a time. The frustration you felt drove the action of withdrawing your affection or snapping back at her. All your actions and inaction are based on the feeling behind the action or inaction. So that would be frustration in this example. Okay, so it's really taking a light and shining it on what's going on in our lives. The actions that we have daily, the feelings behind them, the thoughts are causing them. Okay, so the result of maybe snapping back or withdrawing yourself or love for your daughter would result in a strained relationship and you maybe talking back 
to her, right? Stepping back in a negative way, perpetuating the problem. One of the problems I see most in coaching is that most often we focus solely on changing our actions or inaction versus changing our thoughts first. So only if we could stop doing this and we focus on our actions, 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 without realizing it is the thoughts. And that is huge. It is so huge. And it takes deliberate thought to do it and practice. But by doing this, by focusing solely on the action, what it does is it treats the symptom instead of the root cause of the problem. And it's not sustainable. We will always revert back to the action which was driven by the feeling and thought. That's why I always say, say for New Year's resolutions and goals we set, you know, just focusing on the goal itself will not be sustainable unless we change the thinking behind it, the feeling and thinking behind it and setting up the systems to support it, okay? So just focusing on the action itself will not sustain, okay? So the self-coaching model is a tool that can solve the cause of the problem instead of temporarily fixing the symptom. This is a secret to how you make real long-lasting change. When we shine a light on our thoughts, then we become, like I said, the watcher of our brain. It increases our consciousness. We become more aware of who we are. We can go from unintentional thinking or creating things in our lives that we don't want to intentional thinking and be the creator of our lives. Okay, so let me demonstrate an example. You may want to even jot things down. Let me just ask you, and if I was coaching you, I would love to go through one-on-one. In fact, if you wanna do a mini session coaching and to get some coaching to try it, I think honestly, everyone needs a coach. I coach weekly and I get coached weekly myself as well. Okay, you can go to, if you want that, you can go to stacyharmer.com and go to the contact section and send me a message. And we'll set up a free mini session for you to try it out. I also have group programs where we do coaching as well. So the question is, what is your current problem? Answer this question without thinking too hard about it. Just write down your answer. It might look something like one of these problems. It could be many, many different problems. My spouse and I aren't getting along. My house just flooded. I'm sick. I have no meaning or purpose in my life. I'm overwhelmed. My mother is dying. I weigh 247 pounds. I keep yelling at my kids. I don't have enough money to buy the things I want. Okay, there could be a variety of problems that you might wanna write down um, and look at. Honestly, what I do in the mornings, I do a thought download and just write and write and then work through this model. But anyway, coming up and coming up with any of the problems you're facing right now or thoughts you have. Once you have written down the problem, no matter how petty it might seem, you can place it in one of the five categories in the model. For example, I feel overwhelmed. That's one I hear a lot, okay? I feel, oh, I am overwhelmed. So this is a feeling. So overwhelm is a feeling. So you would put um, that overwhelm 
next to the F line in the model. Okay, I just, I shorten it to C-T-F-A-R. C stands for circumstance, and I put it in a line. Okay, the top line is circumstance, thought, feeling, action, result. C-T-F-A-R. So in the F line would be overwhelm. From here, you can fill out the rest of the model by asking the following questions. What is the thought causing me to feel overwhelmed? How can I act when I am in overwhelm? Or how do I act? What is the ultimate result of how I act when I feel overwhelmed? For example, you may be a mom with five kids under 10. That's just an example, okay? The thought you may have is that I can never keep up with everything that needs to be done in my home and with my family. So that could be the thought that brings the overwhelm. So I'm just walking you through this. Then the action from a place of overwhelm is you may lose your temper or patience. You may distract yourself with anything and everything. Could be watching Hallmark movies. You may buffer the feeling of overwhelm by eating, overeating, and chocolate or sugar, whatever it is that you buffer on. When we're doing that, the result is that you've proven your thought right, that you'll never keep up with everything that needs to be done. So our brain always looks for and finds evidence of our thoughts. So the question I would ask is, why would you choose that thought? <laughs> Sometimes we're just, we're thinking unconsciously, but we don't realize this thought is taking me down this whole trajectory through my feelings, actions, and results, which prove the thought true. So we can always ask ourselves, why am I choosing that thought? We think they're just true versus the thoughts in our brain. Now, you can choose any thought you want. And honestly, when I'm coaching, often I just, you know, you keep asking why. Why, would, why am I doing this? And you can go deeper, deeper into your own thought work. I know it might sound tedious, but it is so valuable, so worth it. And I promise it changes everything. So remember, it is our thoughts that create our feelings. Overwhelm is a very unproductive and disempowering feeling. And so our actions will be coming from that negative space. Our feelings, if we can tap into what it is and how to manage our feelings and emotions, it changes everything because that always drives the action. What is a thought you'd rather choose than, I can never keep up with everything that needs to be done in my home and family in this example? So sometimes we might choose bridge thoughts. We may say, um, or want to say, I'm organized on top of all of my needs and demands in my home and family. And you could say this question, would your brain believe it? Even though you may want that thought, you may simply try out the next believable thought, okay? So we have to sometimes trick our brain. Like, can I really believe that I'm on top of everything and completely organized? And that might be a thought that you could choose and believe it. But if not, you can simply try out the next believable thought. You could try on this. This is a busy season in my life, and that's okay. <laughs> Just by saying that's okay gives us grace and compassion and permission to be okay versus I can't keep up on everything. And, and then we go into this you know, feeling of guilt and shame and frustration and overwhelm, all the things. That causes to go down this negative cycle, but giving ourselves grace, like this is a busy season of my life. 
and that's okay. I like, I love the words and, and work of um, Katie Byron. And, but excuse me, Byron Katie, <laughs> I'm trying to think, Byron Katie, the, and it is just loving what is, like accepting what is, okay? So does that make sense? We can come with peace when we say, this is a busy season of my life and that's okay. What if we say, it's okay? What if it is okay? What if this is the way it's supposed to be? Of course you're gonna be busy. We have, look at the, the children. Um, so when we decide to accept what is, we can find that peace. Now coming from a place of peace is very different and we have many different actions than when we come from overwhelm. Does that make sense? This may be a new way of thinking that your brain isn't used to. It requires patience and practice, and then it will become easier. You can retrain your mind, but to change anything, it takes repetition, frequency, duration. You make it a daily practice. That's why I do my thought downloads daily right? Write things down and go through the model, choosing a thought. I'm retraining my brain. And that's what I coach my clients to do. I like to do daily thought downloads. Um, dumping my brain is similar to the morning notes. If you're familiar with any of my teachings, I've taught morning notes for years. And that comes from the book, The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. And the thought is simply putting out, you know, dumping our brain, clearing out the space, for creativity and creation. It's really powerful. But when I do it, I just write whatever pops into my head. Then when I'm finished, I do a model from one of my thoughts or feelings I put down on paper. It takes practice, but I promise as you do this, you'll train your brain to think differently. If you keep thinking the way you've always thought, you've, you'll get the results you've always had in your life. Okay, so if you're ready for change, and progress and movement, we have to take a look at our thoughts and do some different thinking, okay? So just a few last reminders. Your thoughts are a choice. You may be thinking them unconsciously or consciously, but they're always a choice, okay? That brings us back into our power versus stepping into this victim mode of, you know, they did this and I'm feeling this, Whatever, you know, when we can step outside of this and look at it, we bring our power back, and that is empowering. You can use this model for any problem you're dealing with in your life. It works for everything. It is so empowering. The results you have in your life is by how you think and not your circumstances. So often we think if we can just change our circumstances, our lives would change. But that is not the case. I'm not saying it's bad to change your circumstances, but just don't do it thinking you'll get a different result. Result is always your thoughts and mind that need the work. You might think if you had a different home, career, spouse, car, etc., your life would be better. Remember, all those things are circumstances. It is your thoughts that will make you feel better and your life better. That is not to say that a change of circumstance is bad. I'm all for variety and spontaneity in life. That's the spice of life. But if you're doing it to, you know, think that things are going to change, that is where the problem is. Um, the same issues will continue to follow you until you do the thought work and the belief work 
And not just once or a few times. It takes work and effort. Carve out time to do it daily, like getting yourself ready for the day. Just make it part of your routine. Like I mentioned earlier, if you would like some support and doing some coaching, I invite you to go to stacyharmer.com and in the contact section, just send me a message. I'm happy to give you that mini session for you to experience what coaching can do for you. I'm a huge proponent of it. I think everyone needs a coach. I love um, coaching others and walking people through this process, but I also can't coach regularly. Hey, it's my belief that everyone needs a coach. And a ther- the difference between a coach and a therapist, a therapist that helps you deal with the past and work through some of those things. And certainly in my coaching and emotional breakthroughs, we, we do touch on that because we get the root. But coaching is primarily focused on what you are creating and the future and, and creating from our future. So I invite you to um, join me in getting a mini session or join me on any of our group coaching calls or membership that you'll hear more about in the coming episode. So thank you so much for participating today and I hope you have an amazing day. Bye-bye.